So I've got a question for you. Are you getting the things out of life that you actually want? And if not, have you stopped to ask yourself why? Well, I have a very simple suggestion that is, I'm not going to say it has taken me. I'm going to say it is taking me a long time because I'm still involved in it in executing to get what I want out of life. Now, we're never going to get everything we want. Okay, that's just not the way life is designed. However, there is one small practice that each and every one of us can do to at least hedge our bets towards getting what we want. And that is this, ask, just ask, just say it, just let people know what you want. Let the quote unquote universe know what you want in your prayers. Let God know what you want. That does not mean you're going to get it. But we have to, because in doing this, in telling what we want, we are we are programming our brain to know and understand what we want. Here's something that, here's a great way to describe what I'm talking about here. So it's time for dinner and nothing's been cooked and the verbal volley with Mrs. Wright and I begins. What do you want to eat? Mrs. Wright asks me this question all the time. It's not just that she asks, but she does so with the tone of, it's my responsibility to figure it out and give her the answer. Well, and being the loving and frankly adoring husband that I am, I immediately start playing a guessing game of what Mrs. Wright might want. Now, you see what I just did there? She has asked me what I want, and I, instead of telling her, well, you know what? This is what I'm hungry for. I start trying to figure out what Mrs. Wright actually wants. I ask her, well, how about Don Juan's? Okay, sure, she replies. Okay, sure, that's not what I'm looking for. I want a perfect, that sounds wonderful. I want confirmation Mrs. Wright will enjoy our dining choice. So I proceed to list other options, looking for a more concrete answer, all the while getting a little frustrated. How did this become my job? Why am I the one that has to decide? I don't care what we eat. I just want Mrs. Wright to have what she wants. Now, I want to pause right here because what is happening in this instance is exactly what we do through life a lot. We know what we want, or at least have some idea of it, but instead of truly being honest to our true self and our true nature and the things that we desire, we try to play some guessing game, guessing game about what we're supposed to want based on the reactions of others. We look around and we think, well, I really want this thing, but that can't be right. I can't ask for that. One, I don't deserve it. I've never, I've never earned any, I haven't earned the right to ask for that thing, no matter how small it is. And by the way, this, I'm not the type of guy that you, you always hear this whenever people break up, they go through a divorce or even some people when they are cheating on a spouse, a friend will say, well, you deserve to be happy. I, 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 that's not what this, this is about. But you do have the right to know, and in fact, you have the duty and responsibility to yourself to at least know and understand what it is you want, but then you're the one that has to take the action to ask for it. 
I have learned, albeit after a long time, that this is a great opportunity with Mrs. Wright whenever we go through these experiences. This is a micro example uh, that is reflective of how much of life works. We have not because we ask not. Furthermore, it's not even that we don't ask. We simply know what we want sometimes. We just don't choose that thing when it presents itself, which is crazy. What I try to do now is respond immediately with, we're going to Don Wines, if in fact that's what I want. Let's just say that, you know, I really, I'm kind of craving some some Don Wines that night, which by the way is a local Mexican food restaurant. It's a Tyler institution, fantastic. And so whenever I decide I want to go to eat, I say, you know, I want Don Wines, I go, we're going to go Don Wines. I want to go Don Wines. We have been conditioned to be polite and refuse to let anyone know what we really want. If we're mad, we hide it. If we're hurt, if we've been hurt, we hide that. Let someone know that they've gotten to us. Many of us are very bad about being honest about what we really want. Once when I was a kid, I put my fist through a door for being angry at my father. God, I'll never forget this. My dad had really, really upset me. And the hole was noticed in the door, and I denied it. I did. I lied to everyone. I lied to my brothers, my sisters, my mom, my dad. You know, why did I do this? Well, I was afraid of being punished for the damage to the door. No, that's not it. That's not it. Nope. I was far more afraid of letting my father know why I had done it. I was angry at him. I hid my feelings at all costs. Now, in this moment, now, I was just a kid. There's no way I could have sorted this out in my mind at the time. But as an adult, we do the exact same things. We'll punch a hole in a door. And the last thing we want to know is, or we want to let anyone know is why we did it. Furthermore, what we really don't want to do is let someone know what we want from them that would have prevented us from having the anger to begin with. For me and my dad, it would have been, I want you to understand me and know me, dad. I want you to accept me, dad. I want you to love me, dad. I don't want you to make passive aggressive comments that have nothing to do with me, dad. That's what I really want. And so what you can do in relationships, if you will communicate the things that you really want, at least give the person the opportunity to understand and correct course based on those desires. If you want to get what you want in life, you must ask and or tell life what you want. If someone asks you what you want, tell them. There are times when we genuinely don't know what we want. Whose fault is that? Here's what I suggest to overcome this dilemma. First, be comfortable with sharing what you want. I come from a family mostly dictated by my father's side that believes you should eat whatever is on your plate no matter how much you hate it. Never ask for help. Apologize every single time you might have caused the slightest inconvenience and basically put yourself to the lowest rung on the ladder and put everyone else on the highest. Now, this might seem like great humility. Well, it's really not. It's discounting your feelings and value as a human. It's not good and should be avoided. It's okay to say, no, thank you. I wouldn't care for your peanut butter and jelly enchiladas. That's not rude. That's honest. Peanut butter and jelly enchiladas are probably freaking disgusting. You don't have to eat them. When I'm at my best, I will explicitly take advantage of the opportunity Mrs. Wright has given me, and I choose our restaurant. 
if she doesn't like my choice, she can always veto it. Unless I'm really craving my suggestion, I just pull a Jedi mind trick. By giving her a choice she didn't want, it pushes her to speak up for what she actually did want. Mrs. Wright, like so many others, is very good at telling me what she doesn't want, but she's not as good at telling me what she does want. Although deep down, she knows exactly what she wants. So much of getting what we want in life is just simply asking for it. The Bible says in James 14, you have not because you ask not. In order to get what you want out of life, you must first know what it is you want. Once you know this, you must refine it by asking why you want it. By asking why you want something, you may better understand the thing you think you want isn't what you want at all. It has just taken a position in your consciousness as a result of your why. For example, anyone within an earshot of my voice right now, if I were to say to you, I'm going to give you a million dollars, no strings attached, no taxes, no nothing, you'd want it, right? And if I asked you, and how many times if, if I were to ask, you know, okay, if you can have anything you want, it would be some sort of monetary value. Why? Well, for most, it's not the money they want. It's what the money represents. The money represents freedom of some sort. It's freedom from want. It's a pathway to some sort of perceived happiness. If we can dig into the why, then we can start to figure out exactly what it will take to get what it is we're asking for. But you first have to know and then ask. The brain responds to questions. It's easier to learn by asking questions than just listening to someone pontificate about a subject. Why? It's because the lecture is sprinkled with a great deal of superfluous information that means nothing to us. This is why after hearing a lecture, it's important to clarify with poignant questions. As a tip, write down questions when you're taking notes. Even if you know the answer, this will help it stick. So when, this is just a complete sidebar of asking what you want, but when you're note-taking, try that. Uh, whenever you ha ask a question about a subject, if the, if the professor or a, uh, a pastor or whomever you're listening to, you're at some seminar, you'll get some general idea of the context of the topic. So start asking questions, or if they, if you take notes, then if they like, how do you get what you want? Write that. If Like in this lecture right now, if you were taking notes on this, which I'm sure most of you are not, but if you were taking notes, then you should, instead of just saying, writing down notes of the things that I'm saying, or if you do write the notes, afterwards write, so what is a great way to get what I want? And then write the answer, understand why you want what it is you want. Before you can get from life what you really want, you have to actually ask. And so ask yourself the question and then answer the question with the notes. This will help it stick. All right, so here's your question. What do you want? What do you want out of this life? Have you asked for it? That's a macro, not micro question, of course. To start exercising your what I want muscle, start asking for things. I did this a couple of years ago in Colorado. I was in a thrift store and decided to buy a, a jacket, which is crazy. It has turned out to be literally my favorite jacket. I take it everywhere. It's just the right uh, thickness. It's just perfect. It's just this random dark gray jacket, actually, that I found at Buffalo Exchange in Boulder, Colorado secondhand. I asked the clerk if I could have a discount on the jacket. And she said, sure. I was like, wow, that was easy. 
Then she looked at the jacket and she said, wait, is there something wrong with it? And I said, no. She said, well, what do you, what do you want a discount for? I said, I just want to pay less. She smiled and told me I couldn't have a discount at that point. Oh, well, at least I let her know what I wanted. And as simple as this sounds, as silly as this sounds, you know what it did? It caused me to exercise and flex that muscle of just asking and asking in an uncomfortable situation. You know, there's a, a, a great uh, a great exercise that has gone on for years where you go and you ask for a discount on everything. If you go to get a cup of coffee, ask them if they'll take 10% less. If you're buying a cheeseburger somewhere at Five Guys, say, hey, can I pay 10% less? Most of the time they're going to say no, but what this does, it helps you to build your confidence in asking and negotiating. But more importantly, and I think that that experiment that was actually done was for that is to see, is to just to build confidence. That's what that uh, exercise was all about. But what I've learned to do is to use that as a way to just kind of express what I want. I want to pay less. Everything is a negotiation. And worst case scenario, they say no. Oh, well, big deal. At least you flex that muscle and you got yourself used to asking for what you want. There's two words that I think are so powerful that we all must walk through life with. And it's they're two words that I ignored for a great deal of my life and paid high consequences in different situations throughout my life. And it's just, these two words are this, don't settle. Don't settle. If you know what you want, go get it. There are times when there's absolute best case scenario, absolute worst case scenario, and the one that you can live with. I get it. Okay, this isn't a binary deal. This isn't a zero-sum game. That's life. We're not always going to get exactly, precisely, every single time what we want. That said, as much as you can in this life, don't settle. I have two daughters who will both most likely marry within the next five years. Very scary thought. Has me up at night, but it's probably going to happen. And I constantly tell them this all the time. They both have boyfriends, and I'm like, great. I hope I, I like them. They're good dudes, but don't settle. Ryland, Abby, don't settle. I tell them to make a list of all the non-negotiable things they want in a spouse, and don't settle. Oh, when it comes to relationships, while you might not always get what you want, you owe it to the other person to at least tell them what it is you want. If you don't, it's on you, not on them. Give them the opportunity to fulfill what you want and desire, or at least work toward a common goal with both of you. Let Give them the opportunity. What do you want? This is what I want. What do you want? Find what matches. Find the deltas and close the gap. But you first have to express to one another, this is what I want in this relationship. Now, so, if Mrs. Wright didn't want Don Wands, she should have said so. She should have knew what she wanted and told me. I hope this helps you understand the importance of asking, what do you want? You, if you want to get what you want in life, 
And you're probably not going to get everything you want in life. That's not what this is about. This isn't some rah-rah pie in the sky. But here's the deal. There's nothing stopping you from asking. There's nothing stopping you from making a detailed list of what it is you want. But go a step further. Don't just write down some dream board, some list, some magical fantasy list of a bunch of material items. Take into account your children, your relationships, your spouse, the life, the the way you want your life to look. What do you want your morning to look like? What do you want to do every single morning when you first get out of bed? What do you want the last thing you do to be every single day? And then ask, why? Why do I want that? When you can start to understand why, then all of a sudden the asks from life get a lot more detailed, a lot more meaningful. And here's the cool thing. When you drill down on the why you want something and you really start to verbalize and ask life for what you want, then great things happen. You will see, I can promise you, I can promise you if you have a clear understanding of why and what you want, you will start getting a great deal more of just that. I hope you have an incredible day. Go out and improve always and always. Until we meet again, I'm Jason, and I'm out. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show. It means more to me than you can possibly imagine. And if you enjoyed it, please consider going out to Apple and leaving us a five-star rating. That would mean the world to me. Also, follow me on Insta at Jason right now. And don't forget, download the Vitruvian Lab app. I mean it. I want to be your personal peak performance trainer. I want to help you improve always and always. Lastly, check out my newsletter, The Vitruvian Letter. You can subscribe at jasonrightnow.com. And until we meet again, please continue to endeavor to improve always in always. I'm out.